and welcome to this week's episode of Into the Podcast. I am joined by the sexy man that is Ryan Chitterden. Hello, Sam. How are you? I'm good, mate. Are you good? I'm all right, you know. A bit tired. You're sleepy again? Yeah. Been a busy yeah. boy, haven't you? It's, been, it's just been relentless the last two weeks. Oh. And I've had a couple nights drinking as well, which doesn't I help. Know you have. Yes. You're too old for this now, mate. I you really need to I stop. Literally, <laughs> literally messaged you that exact thing this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old for this. My head hurts. <laughs> so you was out last, was it last night? Yeah. So you was out last night and then all of our work lot, my old work lot, were all out together last night, so I had no one to play Call of Duty with or anything oh, like yeah. that. Um, so I was in bed by 8 o'clock, <laughs> and I was just sat there watching all of your like Instagram stories pop up, and I was like, oh, fuck off, yeah, you wankers. Yeah. I don't know, I think I was kind of jealous of you being in bed for 8, you know, I'm just knackered. I still didn't fall asleep till about 1. Really? Well, I, I, I stayed up to watch one of the Eliminator films. Ah, okay, nice. Yeah. So I, I banged that on, and that was a couple of hours, and then... You know, you keep pausing it because you're doing something on your phone or little one was getting up and before yeah. I knew it, it was gone 11 for that. And then, you know, you've got to have a pre-bedtime poo and whatnot. What exactly, you've know what you got to sort yourself out. got to sort yourself yeah, out. You so, to, yeah. so then it was one o'clock. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you've done quite a bit this week, haven't you? I've been quite busy, you know, yeah. So, I mean, work's been full on, but then I was out Thursday night, we went to a gig so I went to see a guy called Isaac Gracie. Yeah, who is this guy? So he's just like, uh, I don't know how you describe him, like an indie, not indie, that's the wrong word, like a alternative soft rock singer okay. type. It's just him and a guitar. Um, does he play with a band? Does he have a band with him? Not not when I saw him live, but like on the album he does. It's like yeah, a full yeah, yeah. band. Um, so he's someone that, are, I think he came on scene like 2018. He's, he was like a young lad. He's only got one album out, but the album's quality. I can't remember how I found it. I think it's one of them, you know, when you just watch music on YouTube, like it does like suggested, a, suggested and he yeah. popped up. I was like, oh, that was a pretty good song that I looked into it. Just the one album. And then like me and Claire became obsessed with it, listened to it to death. But then he dropped, dropped off the face of the earth. He did like a, a lockdown gig. Okay. Um, like one of these you could buy tickets to watch. No, like stream. literally just free, just streamed it on oh, Instagram, right, okay. like on his story. It was just him in his bedroom. Um, and that was quality. Um, but he came across like really anxious and like proper nervous. And I, I kind of thought, will he just like disappear and like do one one album and then it's like not for him or whatever? Because like, maybe that's not what he wants. Like, if he gets anxiety and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he came back and said he was doing an out like a, comeback tour basically but so where like, did you see him in sheffield in this tiny tiny yeah. venue sydney matilda never heard of it it was basically like a basement like a dungeon okay yeah like underground i've you know i've seen a few artists in places like that which is cool because mm. you know it's gonna be into like an intimate gig like a yeah, couple hundred yeah. people sold out but it was tiny and it's really annoying as well because they had like you know, like the beams like the support beams um across the roof so you could hardly see him. He had like a little like two foot window between the people stood at the front and then the ceiling. Oh, so for he even sake. said, he was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like I can't, I can't see anyone at the back. So I'm sorry if you can't see me. Fucking hell. Um, but he was quality. Yeah, yeah. Really good gig. And as well, um, it was one of them. It wasn't on for very long. <clears throat> it was only on for about an hour or so, but then he, uh, he just hung around afterwards. Yeah. I saw you got, so, you met him, didn't you? Yeah. So it just uh, which is, I love it when stuff, people do that. We, you, you tend to get that at small venues, which I love. Um, yeah, so I had a nice chat with him for five minutes or so and then got a couple of pictures and then got really drunk. 
Yeah, I was going to bring this up actually because I've got a bit of a story about this. What do you say? So, someone like you was obviously obsessed with him, you loved him. Yeah. When you meet someone like this, like, what do you talk about? What did you chat about with him? Ah, it's, I find, yeah, it's finally that like, weird because you, I can't, I think you almost want to, I personally, I mean, I don't know what the etiquette is in these situations. I feel like you almost want to convey, like, you know, that you're a fan and that you're like for their work and whatever, but you don't want to, it's like a fine balance between you don't like fangirl. fangirl over <clears> them, but equally you want to be like, you don't just want to be like, all right, mate. Yeah, yeah, how's, yeah. How's it going? You know, yeah. as if you don't give a shit. Um, so I, Claire's really good in these situations because Claire's great at asking questions and getting oh, people she, talking. Oh, she is. <laughs> so, so I normally let Claire lead on these things. So I think we just we just said like asked him like you know how he's getting on like just said about the reunion like is a new music coming out he's got like a new album coming out next year just sort of said like just a general chat really just said we were shocked to see him at like this venue because you know it sold out very quickly we were. I was there ready for when tickets went on sale. Like, like you know, when you got, got it, re- yeah, watching yeah, yeah. the timeline go ready, down. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, oh yeah, you know, just chat. He just said like his tour manager, he was having a chat with him, didn't realise how small that venue was and stuff. And just then he was just like, yeah, just coming back. And he said about his anxiety and stuff and how like he hates social media and that. And yeah, it was just a nice, it was just a nice chat, like a normal, normal chat. Um, I mean, I was pretty drunk. Yeah. Like, and then I was, at, I was at the good level of drunk where you get that confidence, but you're not like... Too cocky and too slurry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you come across quite, I think, all right. But yeah, it was just, it was just nice. But yeah. I know what you mean. I do find those awkward. Like, what do you say to people? Yeah, so years ago, um, obviously I've mentioned this a few times now, Alterbridge being my favourite band. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we hung about outside Rock City for one gig. Um, we got there at nine o'clock and back then we was at every gig at nine, ten AM, so we were front of the queue, no fucking about. Someone had standing there while we pissed off for food and stuff like yes. we were on it back in the day. And we hung around the tour buses all day, middle of fucking November, to meet our idols. Of course. And one by one they come off the tour bus and um now I'm the sort of person that could walk past a fucking some guy who did who played a dead body in the bill and I'll get starstruck. I'm yeah. just really weird with that sort of shit. Yeah, like, I, know what you I, mean. I see them on a different level to, to myself. So I get really weird. So anyway, one by one, they're coming off. I'm just like, Oh my God, picture like, Oh, really nice to meet you. N- not having a conversation with them. And then Mark Tremonti, my, my idol, like the reason, you know, I really sort of took the guitar seriously. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm into the music I'm in was all down to this man. And he come off the bus and I was there with, you know, my friend Aaron and Aaron calls him over he comes over, he was so humble, so nice, so lovely. Aaron's talking to him about guitars and single coil pickups and all this shit. And I was just like, just staring at him. <laughs> and he looked at me and smiled and I didn't know what to say. Yeah. So I opened my mouth and thought something will come out. And I said, huh, it's a good job we like you. We've been here since 9am. <laughs> <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> now let me tell you something, Aaron. He said, no way, that's insane. Invited us to go for dinner with him and the drummer. Right. So we walked down to TGI's with him. It was just like, just chill, like, we'll meet you in a bit. And then he let us go backstage. Insane. I didn't have a ticket to that gig. I was going to buy on the door. No way. (laughs) (laughs) So it worked, but at the same time, like, what the fuck? Like, so years later, we supported uh, Top Loader. Right, Um, yeah. When I was in the band, we, we supported Top Loader at this festival. And even then, like... The last song they brought out was Dancing in the Moonlight. Sorry, the only song they ever brought out was Dancing in the Moonlight. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. they, they, they were chart toppers. That song still played. To, and the music's really good. It, they've got like a massive, like, you know, the band Train. 
Yes. Got like a massive train feel to them. And I've not yeah. really heard anything, yeah. so I was loving it. Um, but even then, when there was in the green screen, I was just in the green room, I was just kind of like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just not knowing what to say to these people. Like, we literally, we're supporting them. We're, we're all musicians here. All right, fair enough. We've not had a chart song, but yeah. we're all here for the same reason. I just I couldn't be near them. I just went, I just kept going to the bar. I, I, I know like, what you mean. I'm the, I do, I'm the same. I do get starstruck quite quite easily and but i think those moments are better you know when you just come out with a random thing because it's it's yeah. rather than just being all like fan fangirly or whatever and just being like oh you know i love you you're so great you know blah blah which they probably get all the time i think they probably Literally appreciate the when someone comes out like that i remember i did it as well when um we went to watch obviously i'm a big middlesbrough football club fan so back in the day when we used to go to a lot of the football we went to a pre-season gig at gig pre-season match at, um doncaster yeah and obviously it's pre-season, so it's just like a training game, really. Yeah, yeah. And like, there's hardly anyone goes. Um, anyway, we walked out of the ground as all the players were coming out and there were just, there was no security, no like barriers like <clears throat> there normally is at a big match day. Um, they were just walking about and I saw, so we just got in amongst them, like a few of the fans were there as well, just getting pictures and that. And I can remember exactly that. Like there's one player, we both, me and Claire were like absolutely obsessed with, and it was Adam Clayton. And he just walks up and, and I just clocked my eyes with him. And I was exactly the same as you. I was like, I don't know what to say. And I just went, hey, Clates, you sexy bastard. Can I have a photo? <laughs> Clates. Oh, he Clates. Hey, Clates, you sexy bastard. Can I have a photo? And after, I was just smiling. Like, in the picture, I'm smiling. But in my head, I'm like, I cannot Dick. believe I just said that. What a fucking dickhead. <laughs> could, but, um, could be worse, mate. Alan Shearer gave me a black eye. Oh, shit. Yeah, he said story before. <laughs> It's fucking oh, fo- footballers, none of it. Oh, yeah. P- Peter Beardsley, he just took a photo with me. Les yeah. Ferdinand, he were all over it. He were a good man. Alan Shearer, Alan Shearer. fuck off. Yeah, prick. <laughs> <laughs> fucking elbow right to the face. What a bastard. I know. So that's uh, cool. What else have you been up to? Um, oh, you know what I did yesterday? I went axe throwing. How did you get on? It was really, really good fun. First time? First time I've ever done it. Have you, have you done it before? I have, yeah. Um... So I obviously like didn't know what to expect. Um, you start off, start off with just like the the axe, like the handheld, like small axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the woman just just showed us like a diff- went through different techniques basically. And um, she so did the first one where it was a uh, from the like from the side, like side on, and none of us could land it. It was just a bit um. You know, it's just it's just hitting and like falling off, and not one of us can oh, get really? sticking. It was just that technique that we we're doing, and sit, sit single handed, yeah, yeah, like single handed throw. And you know, we were a bit like, is this? Because it was like an hour and a half slot. Like, oh, it's gonna be a long old, long old afternoon. Yeah, but then we changed it to one where it's like the double handed throw, straight arms. You can't miss, can you? Oh, it was unbelievable, and it's so satisfying when it mm-hmm. hits in. And then like every time, if like you got a bullseye, they have the bell and they ring the bell. Um, so that was, yeah, it was really good fun. And then we did like a little points match. So it was me, so me, Claire, Ed and Jess went and then we did little points. Ed smashed that one with the ax. Um, and then we moved on to different ones. So then there was like a cross, like a, like a, it's like a cross, but it was like, oh, like a blade. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember what you call it, like a holy cross thing, and they, they all had points on it, so you could hold it at different places and throw it, a bit like a throwing star type thing. Okay. They had batarangs, which oh, we started throwing. Oh no way! Yeah, and every, so every time we she introduced it, we'd like practice, practice different throws, like the trick shots and stuff, and then we'd have like a little competition. So yeah, there was that. There was the the batarangs, 
There's one. It was like a like a boomerang. So it was like a three pointed star type thing. Yeah, that yeah. was quite cool. They had saw blades, just like round circular saw blades <clears> that again were like quite weighty. And I was very conscious when I'm throwing that. Like I don't want this to like slice my hand open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm probably missing some others as well, but yeah, it was really good fun actually. Really, yeah, it it's so good. satisfying when you get when it sticks in, especially if you get like um, get it in the bullseye or whatever. Yeah, so so that that sounds absolutely banging. Um, the, the one I went to was it was literally just axes, right? And, and they only teach you to start off with the two handed throw, and then you sort of move on. Um, quite, I'd say I probably only missed one the whole time. So nice. I probably in the hour and a half, I did the first 45 minutes double-handed, then I moved single-handed. Yeah. But <clears throat> the way it was there, they had projectors that come down over the pallets. Right, okay. And they had like four different game types. So one would be points, one would be tic-tac-toe. Okay. Noughts and crosses. And it was basically all on an iPad. So instead, like when you throw it, if it goes in a square, you just click that on the iPad. Right. That yep, sort of thing. Yeah. And there was, then there was one where you have to put the marks for the other person around the board and they have to hit them points to get certain points. Uh, okay. That's so, cool. Yeah. It was really good fun. Um, yeah. So it was, it was one of those, like I say, cause I went double handed first. You start getting cocky then. Cause you're like, well, I haven't missed one. So yeah. then, then you start feeling like your single handers and you ease into it a bit nicer. But as soon as we got there, um, I, th- I went on a date for this. Right. So obviously the plan was to get pissed. We was yeah. like, oh, we'll, we'll go out on the beer afterwards. So I, f- f- as soon as I got there, I was like, yeah, mate, uh, I'll have one of them beaver towns. And he's like, no, you fucking won't. You're about to throw an axe. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah, yeah. probably not wise. I did a beer. think that as well, because obviously the plan yesterday, we did the axe show and then we went out in town afterwards. And I was thinking, like, will they serve beers here? Like, you know, we could have a start early, have a couple, couple while doing it. We're there for an hour and a half. You know, almost like bowling, you know, you got your, like, your lane, yeah. have a couple of drinks and then throw it, but no, no, no alcohol. They, they, they sold it, but there they have um, like an urban putters and they have loads of escape rooms as well. Okay. So yeah. they do sell it, but it's like, pop and see us afterwards, but not now. Yeah. Which was good because I initially, we was going to have some beers first, but I said, no, we're not Bobby yet. I'll drive because I live quite far away from it. I was like, it's safe to get in a taxi there, then back. I'll drive us there and back and then we can just walk into town. Yeah, um, okay. This one was like years ago, the old house. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those like, yeah, I didn't really think mm. about this. Like what you just said there, like drinking and bowling. When you think about it, your three games of bowling go, you play a bit shit. Second game, you play great because you're warmed up and pissed. Yes. Third game, you play wank because you can't see the like pins Absolutely. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine yeah. that an axe throwing? Oh, 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 no. <laughs> for, for first time round, you're missing it. The second time round, you're feeling a little bit better. Third time round, Ed's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. Fuck's sake, we killed Ed again. Again? Like... <laughs> Why does he die every time we go out? <laughs> oh. oh, you've been a busy... That's fucking good, man. Yeah. You've done lots of cool shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to do some, some different things as well. Uh, I managed to get a couple of films in as well this yeah. this week yeah it's been it's been been nice actually yeah. busy but and i'm absolutely knackered but worth yeah, it yeah, if you know yeah. what i mean socially exhausted that's it yeah yeah you see so we very nearly didn't put this episode out this week because ryan was really busy i had loads of plans um and all of my plans got cancelled oh yeah any, yeah any plan that i had that involved leaving the house got cancelled oh, so yeah. everything i've done this week has been within the house i bet you get a cabin cabin fever i do a bit to be fair so this weekend excuse me i've had a little and so i made sure we've been out and about yeah so, i've seen yeah you've been really <clears> busy to like, the arcade, arcade. Really yesterday that was really cool that we had loads cool. of fun there 
um then just went to see family and friends and then today he was at a party so that's pretty cool but during the week not a great amount so we had the board game crew over i've not seen them probably in about a month so that was really good yeah nice um, and we played mysterium which i mentioned a couple of weeks ago which is the i said it's set i mentioned it like it's set out a little bit like dungeons and dragons yes so the idea of the game i want to talk about it because it is so fucking good okay nice. so <clears throat> it, the idea of it is it's up to seven players. One of you is set in the 1920s around Halloween, and one of you is a ghost. So you have this big board in front of you um, that you slot all your, your bits into, and then everyone else are psychics. Okay. And they summon you as a ghost, and you have to give them clues without talking so they can figure out, very Cluedo style, who killed you, where they killed you within this house, and what they used to kill you. Right. So inside your board, if it was you and Claire versus like with me, it's all cooperative. I would have a slot for you and a slot for Claire. And both of you would have a person, a place and a thing. Then I got this massive deck of like tarot cards. Right. That that have clues. Mm -hmm. So I would give you a clue. And these clues are so fucking abstract, mate. They're all just like really nice, like painted pictures of a woman in a field. Right. And you've got to somehow make a connection between this and the person say okay. so if you're on person so i might be like oh it's a woman and yours is a woman or there might not be anything so it's like well this picture's very blue and in that picture of it you know that person you've got to guess is kind of blue so you've got to make links and hope that person get the links with you right okay it's fucking brilliant so if if i was to play this with sensible players <laughs> i think this could be quite good mm-hmm. if you really took the role seriously and went silent now the people i played with very 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 intelligent people the way their minds work are fucking weird so we played with joe who i've mentioned in the past and you know how joe's mind works ryan it's a little bit out there isn't it (laughs) so we have things like so for example and i knew we'd well with her being ghost i knew we'd never win i wanted her to be ghost because i just love seeing how people's mind work yeah so she's trying to hint at poison She's like I, like, I need them to figure out poison. So she's handing out all these cards that mean fuck all. Right. And she looks at this one and she's like, and I can see in her face, she's like, I've got it. This is the one. Bang. Bangs this card down. And everyone's like, oh, I don't know. It's a woman. It's this really artistic feel, like very autumnal. A woman in the background walking over a bridge, holding a bag, like Victorian lady. And we're like, oh, I fucking, I don't know we literally it, it, that is nothing that is nothing yeah, on this board yeah. but we'll just guess anything anyway we got it wrong and she's like, how did you not get it it's poison well how is that picture got anything to do with poison joe she says well look there's a woman holding a bag probably full of food where'd you put poison in food bang <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that <laughs> But that was the whole night. Yeah, so right. although we didn't win this game, <laughs> I think they won the first time when I was ghost because I'd watched a few YouTube videos and I had to oh, play okay, it. So I was like, to play yeah. But I was just like, no, no one else is allowed to be ghost. I'm loving this. Oh, <laughs> I'm just so loving funny. Oh, my God. Like after a few drinks, yeah. that game would be the tit. So we'll have to get together and play that. Yeah, that sounds quality. Um, That's good though as well because you obviously... You know, we said it before about getting board games. You never know how they're going to play until you actually, you actually yeah. give them a go. Because I knew nothing about that. A, a girl at work, like the second day into me starting at the new job, said she'd played it before. Right. She said, oh, I'll give it a go. So I did. Uh, worth every penny. Nice. And by every penny, it cost me nothing. So Bargain then. <laughs> Bang in. Um, the other thing is po- possibly the most important thing to talk about 
in the history of this podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, someone at this table, that's not you, got a solo Warzone win. Oh, my God, yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> I fucking got a solo Warzone that's win. so impressive. Oh, my God. My arsehole has never <laughs> gone so fluttery in my entire life to when there was three of us left and that gas was moving. Oh, my God. Oh, my, it was it was pure luck, mate. Was it? Uh, I, for some reason, I just got in a corner and was just like, I'm going to sit here. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I've got four bullets left. I don't know what to do. And people were just running past me. And I was like, how? I'm literally, this corner, there's only one place you can go in this room. Yeah. Um, and the circle was around it. So it's like, you can only come in here. There's nothing around this. So I'm going to get killed. Anyway, one by one, I'm picking them off, getting their guns, getting their fucking bullets. I leave. As soon as I step outside, there's someone running away. So I'm like, yeah. I'm shoot him in the back. Then it's down to three of us. Someone starts shooting me. Luckily, where I hid, there was a backpack on the floor with two full gas masks in it so oh, like, incredible banging. so the smoke starts moving yeah and i'm like wicked i can just sit here yeah and wait for him to run off which he did shot him down amazing then it was me and another guy and yeah he was luckily he come flying over my head in a okay. parachute so yeah. i could see where was, i watched him watched him watched him watched him wait for the gas to move again shot him dead incredible i have never tried to get my phone out so quick to take you a picture <laughs> in my life. Honestly, I, I was dropping shit. My, my hands were shaking trying to get this camera out. I, like, oh, I need to prove that I won. Yeah, I need yeah. to prove. Can't you take like a screenshot or a video on the... I don't know how to do it on the PC. Oh, it's the PC, of course. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's a way of doing it, but I don't know how. I've never looked into it. But I was just like, oh my God. Oh, that's that's incredible. Well, well done. <sighs> Thank that's you, mate. That's impressive. Very I, impressive. I, I, you know, I was very proud of myself. Yeah. So while you lot are all out there enjoying yourselves, being social Who's and having fun. Who's the real fun, winner, though? Yeah, I'm at home playing Call of Duty by myself. <laughs> oh my but winning. But winning. That's the most important <laughs> thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, the first game, I died immediately. Yeah. Died in the gulag. Nearly turned it off. No, mate. Second one. That's, that's where it. it's at. It's all about that's sticking at it. At. Um, what else? I think that's about it. Yeah, I, I, I watched one more film to add to the list, but it was absolute bollocks. I'm not even going to discuss it. But uh, Grim Cutty, if anyone comes across the film Grim Cutty on Disney, don't bother. That's a hundred minutes of your life that you'll not get back. Did rewatch Barbarian though? Oh, yeah. How was it second time? Just as good. Yeah. So, a friend of mine, Chloe, um, we get to, it's so weird. We get together like once every few months. She lives like five doors away from me. Right. And we just never get together. Okay. Um, so, but when we do, we normally just like me, her, and Josh will just order in like a KFC and we just sit and watch a horror film. Yeah, nice. Um, so, she got me to watch Terrifier last time. So, this time I put Barbarian on for her. Just before you first see the old woman. Yes. Josh stood up, said, fuck this, out loud, and we didn't see him for the rest of the night. What? Why? He was like, fuck this, can't do it. Do you <laughs> hate horror films? He's a pussy, yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> he was like, you know I can't cope with this, you know I can't cope. <laughs> <laughs> and he went to bed and we didn't see him for the rest of the night. Bless him. <laughs> but the look- I didn't think it was that that, not that really. scary. And, like, I, and I do get scared in horror films as well, so I'm not even like, I'm not like being bravado there. I, Oh yeah, was, but yeah, no, okay. it wasn't really. But yeah, he's really bad with them. Um, Chloe, who's big into horrors, I just kept looking at her face because obviously the film changes like three times, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I just kept looking at her, and she, she just had that face of like, "What are we what, watching? Yeah, what is going on?" But look, I didn't say anything to her. I just kept laughing, and then at the end of the film, I was like, "What did you think?" She thought she she said she loved it. She's like, "Yeah, that was really fucking good." Yeah. I didn't know where we was going. But when we got there, it all made sense. I kept going, it'll make sense, I promise. I promise it'll yeah. make sense. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, it wraps up so nicely. It is a great film for that, keeping you guessing as well. I do love a film that can, uh, you know, not be predictable. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially absolutely. for a horror film, that's that's such a such a thing to do. And it wasn't predictable. Now, funnily enough, there was something else that I got to start watching, and she was like, "I don't get where this is going." Mm-hmm. The Last of Us. Really? Yeah. She, so she started it. She's like, "This is really good." And I said, "When you get to episode three, you're gonna cry, girl." Oh shit! Yeah. She got to episode three. She was like, "I have no idea what's going on. This is making no sense." What? She's like, I'm off for it. It's making no sense. Then she got to the. I was like, "It will. It will. It will." But when she got to the end, she said, I didn't cry. It, it was sad, I guess, but I don't really see where it fits in with everything. I was like, it doesn't. It's just nice. Yeah, yeah, and lovely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> don't take this, all over the last don't of us. take this away from me. Um, but bless her, she, she's caught up with it now. So we may as well talk about the new episode, seems we've done every episode so far. So this was episode six, seven, six. Six, I think. What did you think? Oh. I feel like I watched it a long time ago. Um, what, you have to jog my memory. What happened in this one? It was... They... We're trying not up, to give spoilers away, they, aren't we? Oh, so they meet up with... With Thingy, yeah. and then they go with to... With the horses, and then yeah, they go okay, on yeah. their merry little way. Um, and this is the first episode where we see Joel has emotions. Yes, yeah. He is an emotional wreck. Absolutely. The whole way through this, you see pure vulnerability. Yeah. I fucking loved it it was yeah yeah no yeah actually yeah you really, you are right it's it, this is very much an episode where it's it's all about the characters isn't it it's i know i know every episode has been that but it's there's a little bit of action but not much i don't think there was a single like infected in there no um no. it was literally yeah like about those about delving into those characters and what makes them tick a little bit more and yeah. like, like i said seeing joel's vulnerabilities and stuff and Again, the relationship between Ellie and Joel um, progressing, and we're seeing that dynamic change a little bit more. So yeah, it was a, it was it was a nice episode. It was it was a good episode. Ends on a cliffhanger, a as massive well. cliffhanger. And having not played the game again, like I don't know where that's, that's yes, where going. it fits in the yeah. timeline. Yeah. So what I loved so much about this, we mention this every week. How much we are literally we're pulled into these relationships with the characters. Yes. What I how immersed I am with this TV show when Joel breaks down. <coughs> obviously, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but when he breaks down and we see that massive vulnerability of him, I felt scared of the our protector. Yeah, might not be caught up for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, like he he might not make this. Like, yeah, he's. I, I was scared. I was like, fuck. fuck shit, yeah, I don't want anything so much, to happen to him. There's so much riding on you. You can't be this guy. You can't be scared. You need to crack on. And oh, I genuinely felt scared. Yeah. And after the episode, I was like, and I calmed down a bit. I was like, fucking hell. That's what this show's doing to us. Yeah. Like, this it's, is madness. It's incredible. It's they're doing it so so well. Um, <sighs> another yeah, another good episode. Three left, I think. Three episodes. Three left. left. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nine episodes. Um, so this comes out tomorrow so in two three days time when it is released mandalorian's out yes of course first or second of march isn't it yeah something like that definitely this week so that's very exciting exciting as well i wonder if they'll how they're going to do that will they just drop one episode a week or will they drop a couple of episodes and then i I think they'll do drop two episodes like they did with the others yeah and then then one a week yeah which is nice nice something else to have Oh, absolutely. On the yeah. go. Yeah, because I've got full call on the go at the minute. Yeah, yeah, we haven't really. Um, going back to the last of us, though, have you played any more of the game? I have not. I was just about to come back to this. You have, haven't you? I finally started it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I put in a f- I've put in a few sessions on it. I am up to... 
they have just the whole Sam and Henry storyline. Not even there, mate. I've only had one stint on it. I've only just got out of that mall. You know when you're kind of in that mall and all the mall and all the clickers are on the bottom. Oh yeah, you got. To, I've only just got past that. Right, yeah. So I've just done you know Sam and Henry from obviously you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. Like, so I've just that's all just finished. So now it's just done the time jump. To, right. Okay. So it's like was it like three months later or something or, okay. or fall or whatever it is or whatever the cut it cuts to. So right. Okay. I'm not too far away from the show. Right. Okay. I think yeah. So that must be the start of the last ep- this episode just ha- that's just happened. Right. I fucking hell. You really have power through it then. Yeah. So yeah. I've do- yeah. I've, like I said, I've had a f- few good stints on it. Some bits are different, which is quite interesting. Um, like a lot of things, like the end stuff's very similar. So like Sam and Henry's storyline like concludes in the same way. So is this Bill and Frank? No, no, Sam and Sam Henry. And he- who are they? The brother, the two brothers in the city. Oh, sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um. So that's, yeah, that, their, their story, because again, I'm not trying to give spoilers away. Yeah. Their story ends exactly as it does in the show. Right, okay. You know, Um. but there's is massively different how they get there and stuff. There's lots yeah. more that going on, Um. which is quite cool. The Bill situation, Bill and Frank is very different, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, really different. Um. There's a whole section where you are running around with Bill. Oh, okay. Like, you, there's, like, do loads of fights and stuff and fight loads of infected. So that's really, really different. Um, Frank's just someone that's mentioned, but he's not, he's like, his partner, um, but he's not. Oh, he's not a playable character or, like, a... No, no. Oh, like, interesting. Yeah, but whereas Bill, you run around with, like, in the, in the town and mm. do loads of stuff with. So that's really different. But, again, I like that because having seen the show and now playing the game, it, it gave me something different and new to work with. I yes. wasn't just watching shot by shot or playing shot by shot. Um, so I mentioned this obviously when I first picked it up, what did you think to the opening scene compared to the TV show? Then? Oh yeah. I mean, that was unbelievable. Shot, that was shot, shot for it? shot. Yeah. It's fucking so good, man. Yeah. I think they just extend it a little bit more like to, with his, his daughter just in before they get to the start of the game. Oh, so before like the night. A, yeah. So I think, but yeah, that was incredible. That was so good. So like the key moments, like those cutscene moments in the game, which are like the heavy moments in the show are pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. Um, which I love. I love that. It's just different bits. Like obviously in the game, you get loads more like when you're in the city and like there's the, um, you know, like the guys that you're looking for you or whatever, you know, in the game, there's loads more action. You know, you go from like building to building, you clear rooms and... Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. like infected as well. We've seen very little in the show, but in the game again, you're just constantly going they're through everywhere, like they're everywhere yeah. and you're always fighting and stuff because it's an action, so, so like a horror survival action game. So, oh, of course. Yeah. You know, but yeah, really enjoying it. Really Good. enjoying it. So hopefully, well, I mean, the new episode comes out tomorrow, so... I'm gonna try my best to catch up with so, the game. With the game. With okay. the yeah, catch up the game with the show. So I keep saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch you up. I'm gonna put a couple of things. I'm saying got the fucking time at the minute. I'm I know, really, yeah. I've been a bit reclusive recently. Like I, I don't know. I've just, I wouldn't say I've sh- shut myself away, mm. but I think because I had a few weeks of not really doing anything, and I've just been feeling a bit like meh. 
I've just not really been putting myself out there that much. So I'm trying to turn that back around because coming into this year, I made some big steps to like overcome some like weird anxieties about and stuff about the world, you know, post COVID and all that sort of shit. Yeah, of course. Going on in the world. So I've really made this like conscious effort to see more people and fill my, my time with laughter and friends and this, that and the other. And then that's kind of stepped off a little bit. So I'm trying to get into that a bit more. But then at the same time, I'm like, I really want to play Last of Us. I really want to do this. I really I know, want to do that. But I'm spending so much time in the house, whether it just be doing housework or just coming in from work knackered and yeah. monging, staring at my phone for a few hours and whatever. Like, So I will. But again, I think this week I've got a pretty hectic week. Yeah, so you, said, you said you've got a lot tomorrow going on. Tomorrow I might. I originally had plans, but they've been cancelled. So I might see if I can get an hour or two on it tomorrow, sort of one again. Yeah. But the problem is, the idea of putting it in my bedroom so I can lay in bed and play it is the worst. Because cool. I, I lay there, I play 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, I'm tired now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll just put you know, when I'm in bed, I'm used to watching like Family Guy. Yeah. I fall asleep to that every night. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'll just put Family Guy on. Yeah. I can't yeah. be asked to like think and use my brain. That's not I know, what beds that's are for. It. Sometimes it is, it is effort, like, especially when it's a new game, like something like we play a lot of card or in the past when we've done rocket league, even when you're tired and stuff, they're almost, they're comforting because you don't have to think, you know what you're doing. It's just, this, it's the same game all the time. You know, like Claire always say to me, like, how did you not get bored? Like on Warzone, just dropping into the same map time and time again or whatever and do the same things. But that's part of the enjoyment of it. You don't have to think you're not like in a massive open world and exploring and, you know, it's just enjoyable. You know what you got to do? You've got to laugh with your mates and react. That's it. That's yeah. it. But again, I think that's the problem why I've really struggled to get a lot of game time in these solo games, these story-driven games. It's because if I've got a free evening or a free couple of hours, my first instinct, and we've said this before, first instinct is just putting the group chat, anyone fancy a game time? Who's on? And there's enough of us to be like, yeah. And yeah. you know I always will. I mean, when I was really fucking ill... And I was like, guys, I'm in bed, I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Kyle, me and Kyle, Kyle like, yeah, yeah, oh, we'll, we'll go and DMZ. We'll, we'll you're, like, you're like, you bastards. <laughs> you know I can't say no. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm one dying out. here. <laughs> I come down and put the headset. I didn't even tell you guys I was coming on, did I? Just, I just joined <laughs> yeah. your party. You two both started laughing. I was like, I hate you. I'm so poorly. I need to sleep. But no, I can't yeah. not play. And then I think we got like second or third or something. I was like, yeah, all right, I feel better now. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Um, no, it's just it's good fun though isn't it it is good fun um, are you hungry you know what we've done a lot of talking I we am have. feeling I am feeling hungry you know what we're, we're 30 minutes in mate and we've not eaten anything I, I am feeling a little bit faint to be honest oh yeah yeah. So we need to get some sugar in sugar in you then don't absolutely. we absolutely so uh, just before we go in our boy Drew Flanagan is absolutely fucking smashing it oh yeah um, we shared something recently where he obviously announced that it's going to be in the studio in the next couple of weeks, getting ready to get this like actual album out yeah. on the live album. Um, so just a massive shout out to him. And if you haven't heard his album yet, please go and listen to it. It was really weird. My housemate Josh was cooking the other day and I was sat here, but whatever I was doing, watching telly or something. And I just heard Drew Flanagan from the kitchen. Oh, amazing. Obviously he's heard us because he normally sits on the sofa in the room next to us and like just listen to us talk. And he's like, oh, let's listen to what this is about. And yeah, he just constantly plays Drew now. Oh, that's amazing. He's so he, cool. Yeah, like he's like I spoke to spoke to Drew the other day and he just well, I've been speaking to him a lot recently and he um he said it was dead weird because he played like an open mic night or something like or a little gig and he had someone from the audience come up and request one of his songs. Yeah. Can you play Common Denominator? And he was just like, I think he must have been in shock or just thought someone was taking the piss. But because you know what Drew's like as well, he he doesn't take that sort of thing 
he, he don't believe it's happening half time, does yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't absolutely. think he has much confidence in himself. No, half yeah, the that self doubt always comes in with him, bless him. So, um, yeah, the fact that people are now coming up to him and requesting songs, incredible. It's absolutely banging. He's, he's going to absolutely smash it. So, on that, why don't we listen to Drew sing us a little jingle jingle? Here come Sam and Ryan, listen to them both speak. They've come through hours all with their pop culture critique. But are you even a nerd if you don't overread? So come on, everybody, it's the snack of the week. Oh, Drew, 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 Drew. The best song, that, I think. <laughs> oh, easy. <laughs> you know what? It's really weird. On an episode, three or four episodes ago, after that, I made a certain noise. They're like, mm, mm. Oh, yeah, it and, was, and yeah. I keep, Every week, I keep meaning to put that back in. Oh. I fucking forget. So before we get into the snack of the week, then, obviously, we put out a sort of prize giveaway type thing last week. We just want to extend that because we've not, had that much really and um we'd really like to we've got plenty in the bag but we really want people to get involved and yeah we've had a couple of nice ones and you know people i wasn't expecting them from mm-hmm. but which is great there's so many people still out there that are like oh i'm gonna send you one i'm gonna send you one it'd be nice to get them in now whilst we're doing a prize giveaway yeah of course and also ryan i'm just gonna step away from the mic for one second yeah go on so we've obviously got the snack tin that we're giving away yes I filled it with my favourite sweets. Amazing. Look at the size of that bag of fucking sweets. That's massive. It fills the entire tin. Yeah, movie mix. How did you even get it in there? They are packed, man. That's a solid brick of fucking gummy sweets, that is. Yeah. So I filled them up. That is now... Feel how heavy that is. Bloody hell. That is weighty. Yeah, so whoever wins is going to have to live driving distance. I hope hope the... um, picture of rory kinnear is also in there it's not in there yet i haven't printed it but don't i haven't forgot don't oh, worry. Good. <laughs> when i put the sweets in now i was like oh people are going to get upset but i'll just put rory underneath yeah right or yeah. on top you know yeah how, however it comes but yeah so we're going to extend that so please if you're going to get us one get get it to us and again if you want to write it out just do us a little review try it at home if it's 60 seconds worth Ping it over to us, we'll happily read it out for you and it'll still count as yours. Um, I'm just really loving the fact that other people are telling us what they love. Mm. It's not even so much about taking it away from us. We could recommend something every single week. You know, me, me and you, oh, yeah. we're, we're very passionate about our um, the, the things that we love, but I love hearing what other people love. Absolutely, and, yeah. You know, the, these recommendations are more kind of for me now, as much as, you know, say fucking ed who we're going to do a bit later on today he's not just recommending to you guys that are listening like i will go away and and think about that and yeah and, and maybe go watch or listen or whatever it is that's coming on so yeah please we, get them we to are us. we are benefiting from these as well because everyone's got like you said everyone's got different tastes everyone's got br- different interests so it is nice to to get yeah he said different t- different people's perspectives so Keep them coming in. Keep them coming in. Get them in this week before we record. By the time this comes out, you'll only have three or four days because I think we're recording on the Thursday next week. We are. So we need them by the Thursday so we can pull your name out of a hat. Uh, Enough talking bollocks. I don't want you to pass out what you got for us, babe. Well, you know what? It's a first for snack of the week. Oh, is it really? Do you know why? Is it jelly? It's not jelly. Oh, okay. Then what is it? It was a guess. It was a guess. <laughs> We've had jelly babies already. Oh, shit. What a fucking idiot I uh, am. I enjoyed them a lot. I don't, were, I'm not a big jelly baby fan, but... They were good. They were very chewy. 
No, it's a first today because not only have we got one snack, we've got two. Oh my God. We'd never fit them in the tin. I, I know. Yeah. I was thinking <laughs> that. I was looking at the tin earlier. Like, <laughs> we'd never fit them in. But we've got um, some food and a drink today. A food and drink? Yeah. So we've been spoiled. So the first one is some biscuits that my mum got for us. And she got them these because she listened to the podcast and it was biscuits that Kyle said were in his top five oh, favourites. it's some posh shit. Some posh that shit. I've never we, heard yeah, of. Yeah, that we said we'd never heard of them ever. And then my mum saw them and was bought them for us because of that. And it's like, I do recognise these and I've definitely had them. They are the Choco Leibniz. Yeah. And yeah, just like chocolate coated biscuits. Yeah, they're just like a big big chunk of chocolate on top of rich tea really aren't they yeah they almost like look like a, kind of like a, a nice biscuit yeah cut with a whole brick of chocolate on yeah and one they side. are banging and not only that they're from my best mate Anne as well yeah exactly yeah bff so, bff so we've got these absolute bad boys which i'm very excited oh, for but then God. also i'm very very wary about this next one yeah i'm starting to think your sister doesn't like us yeah so jessica got us this a long time ago as well so it might have expired um but this is back in the days when we were just going to go for weird and wonderful things which yeah. you know thankfully for us we sort of veered back into like a normal <laughs> lane and have been eating absolute quality snacks recently yeah but she's got us a can of apple milk yeah that's worrying isn't it yeah and it's 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 all in like in Taiwanese Japanese or something. Yeah. Like it's it literally is a, a pink can, bright pink can with an a picture of an apple with a cow sticking out of it. Which, let's be honest, if you wanted to depict apple milk, an apple it, with a cow in it. Yeah, logic. logic. I mean, I, I, I like it. You look at that picture and you go, hmm, cow apple. So should. We pour this out. I'm terrified how this is going to look. Uh, I'm just ter- about, terrified how it's going to taste as well. Yeah, I'll pour this out so we've got a. We can share the delights. Uh, so I think we. Should we have a. We, now, do we have the drink first? Because. Oh, oh mate. Oh, oh no. That oh, my God. That looks vile. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we didn't pour it in glasses now. Oh, my God. That looks oh, like. It looks like baby sick. It literally looks like baby it sick. It actually genuinely looks like baby sick. Oh, I'm already gipping. <laughs> oh, 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 for fuck's sake. It smells... Oh, no, it doesn't. It smells of sweaty feet. Oh, I actually feel a bit sick. That, it's actually oh, making me gip. We've got to drink it. It looks fucking awful. Right. I I, I can... Not, I'm going to share a picture of this on our socials. I swear... On anything, this looks like uh, baby sick, and it smells like someone's worn the same socks for two days uh, and done strenuous exercise. Oh my god! No, I, I I'm gonna have to hold just, my nose. When I, I just smell it, and it does. Yeah, does it it? Just I'm not lying. Like, it, maybe this is because it's probably gone off, and it's milk that's gone off a long time ago. But it does smell like I think it smells like baby sick as well. That's just been sat to mold, oh, like yeah. go, go moldy. Oh shit! We're not even gonna be able to see a date on it, will we? Because it's not in English. No. Oh, wait, there's a date underneath it. Um, oh, m- no. No, this is fine until March next year. Okay, great. That's, which is worrying. That, that's worrying. Yeah, because it's got a two-year shelf life. This milk. <sighs> this has got to be like milk. powdered milk stuff, in it? That's what it's got to be. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm right, scared. Just, I right, am scared. Let's it. just, right, right, cheers. Chin, chin, baby. Right, don't breathe through your nose. No, I'm just good. Oh, my God, the residue on this glass. <coughs> oh, my God, that is... <coughs> Drink. Here. <coughs> oh run, shit! Here. I've run out. Here, just take a sip of my. Oh tango. my god. Oh. Uh. Do, do you want to pause while I get some water? No, it's, it's fine. Sure? I'll power through. Okay. Oh my god. What, what did you think that, of that? <laughs> I genuinely believe that is the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. I'm not even joking. That was fucking. My eyes are watering. That. Jessica, why would you do that? Oh my God, that was awful. You know what? Actually, I'm not going to get mad at you, Jess, because you bought us this whilst we was looking for the weird and wonderful, and yeah. that is weird and awful. Awful. It's, oh, oh my God. Days. Oh, I thought you was going to go then. Oh, I thought I was. I knew I was okay because I had my Fanta, so I rammed it in my mouth immediately, yeah. but there's I, still aftertaste. I had no drink to wash it down with, so I was left oh. with that taste. Oh right, let's God. get the biscuits let's get down. The, right, go on, after you. Let's get yeah, the sooner we get rid of that fucking taste, the better. Oh, God. So here's a fucking Liebenschneebens. Liebenschneebens. <laughs> <laughs> Just eat it. <laughs> oh, so much better. Mm. So what are these called? Choco Liebniz. Yeah. They're really nice. They're really nice. And the best thing about Liebel Sneebles mm. is you can't taste apple milk afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> they don't taste like baby sick. No. Oh, oh my. Yeah, yeah these cool. are quality. These are yeah, cool. good shout, Kyle, yeah. on the Liebnes, and mm. thanks, Mum, for getting them. Oh, yeah. Jessica, not so much. <laughs> oh, well. um, yeah, I really ripped the fuck out of Kyle for saying that as well. Mm. Mm. I just never, I've definitely had them before. Yeah, oh, oh, I have. I don't, even if it's not this exact brand, mm -hmm. I've had the equivalent. They're really good. The little own brand or whatever. Yeah. I am going to move these drinks because I can't stare at babysick for the next hour. Yeah, please get rid of them because I don't want the smell either. Like, oh, oh. That, was, that was awful. Like, it didn't help as well because I'm a little bit hungover today, so... Oh, so you yeah, I'm you're already, already feeling, feeling like a bit. stomach's not great. Oh, we, give, give us another libel schnabel. Libel schnabel, yeah, I'm going to have a second one as well. I need to mm. get rid of that taste. Oh, I'm actually sweating a little bit from the drink. The thought of it makes me feel sick. Yeah. Like last night, when we were out, um, it was a birthday party. One of Claire's friends, it was birth her birthday party. And um, so there's loads of people there and... Like a round of shots got bought. Mm -hmm. Didn't know what it was. So, and we just swigged them. Oh, Ray and Nephews. Oh, God. Oh, my God. In that like 70% proof as it's well. It's just, just, oh. Yeah. Um, we're traumatized from that because we did shots of it when we were at uni and everyone was like instantly sick. Yeah. So the fact that I managed to keep that down was amazing. That apple milk was worse. Oh, yeah. 100%. And we only like sipped, sipped it. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Well, I hope the listeners enjoyed to us nearly being sick. You know what? Last week they got to listen to you fucking slap your gums. <laughs> Some fucking jelly babies. <laughs> this week, they got the insides of your guts about to come through your nose. <laughs> you make uh, some weird and wonderful noises, right? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Right. Uh, Do you need a beverage to carry on? Are you going to be okay? I'll be all right, I think. You sure? Yeah. All right. Thanks. <sighs> right. Breathe. Let's compose ourselves. Yeah. Okay.
cool. 60-second recommendation then. As we said, seeing as we're doing the um, the competition, we may as well get one of our... Um, one of our guys out of the way this week. Yep. Because it's bad because I've got some in the bank. I want to hold on to them. Yeah, I do this I with mean, everything. Like when I get a good gun on Call of Duty, I don't use it. Yeah. Or, it. or if I get change, you know, like I, I don't use it for anything. So I might need that change sometime. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> yeah. I totally know what you mean. So we need to use these because if not, they will just sit in my archive file forever <laughs> being like, well, no, just in case, just in case. That's it. Yeah. So this week, who do we have, Ryan? Sorry, I mean, I've done this thing again where you I keep talking. You wait till I have like mouthful. Of Leibniz. But the problem is, as soon as we do 60 second recommendation, if I don't talk to you, you'll just eat. <laughs> you will you just eat for the next hour. This, so is, I, this is true. I need to get you involved this is to why stop you I, from ramming shit you know, in your put mouth. This segment in in the first place <laughs> so I can just eat. I love eating. Okay. This is this recommendation <laughs> i am batman so 60 second recommendation finally we got ed to send us one after promising us for weeks and weeks i think it was he going to be the f- maybe contender for the first one to be sent in he was so for anyone that is new we i forget to do this you know like the, the one bit of advice i've ever had from anyone that's done it like a semi-successful podcast is use every episode like it's your first right so and i always forget to do this because we talk about the people we talk about every week we have our own sort of like little universe within this podcast this and is I true to like talk about who that person is so ed is your brother-in-law and best friend yeah yeah um so he has done us a 60 second recommendation and i don't i think it needs to speak for itself to be honest okay it, yeah I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that yeah is it a bit juicy is it or is it it's 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 certainly entertaining all right <laughs> okay so before we do that we've got our boy drew singing us in go baby 60 second recommendations into the pod shot is presentation music film even serial. 60 seconds, recommending, listen close, it's not never-ending, time is short. Thanks for that, Drew, what a fantastic jingle. Hello everyone, my name's Mr Williamson and I am Into The Pod's resident history teacher and I'm here to give you a 60 second recommendation on All Quiet in the Western Front. So the film is based on a book written in the 1920s in Weimar, Germany, just after World War One, and it really conveys a, an anti-war message, talking about the brutality and the pointlessness of war. Um, and this modern adaptation of the book really hits the nail on the head with that. We follow the story of Paul Baumer, um, a young... Uh, student who joins up in 1914 at the start of the war with all his friends full of hope and excitement for this great adventure they're going on. The film then very quickly descends into the horrific nature of war and we see Paul's character sort of uh, go through this horrific traumatic experience where he loses friends um, and loses sort of everybody that's close to him in the war um, and as the war sort of draws to an end um, it really kind of hits home on sort of the futility of it. Uh, It's got nine Oscar nominations, uh, and I think you should all go and watch it for yourselves. It's fantastic. Okay, a couple of things there. All right. A couple of things. Go on. One. Yes. We thank Drew. (laughs) (laughs) He took that away from us. 
And did you make him the resident history teacher? Um, I thought that, I thought you did. I thought I was the resident history teacher. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. you are good at so, that stuff that happened in the past. Yeah, so is Ed the history teacher? Oh, it looks like it, yeah, must must be. Why didn't you tell me? Well, I thought you did it yourself. For fuck's sake. You're in charge of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you do everything. <laughs> I just turn up. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> 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 Never a truer word has been said. <laughs> oh, uh, Ed, thank you very much for that. That did make me laugh it, so, so much. Yeah, cheers, Ed. Thanks for that, Drew. So, I'm Mr. Williamson. <laughs> it's Ed. So, so formal. <laughs> he wasn't it. Like a snapshot into his classroom. <laughs> Do you know how many memes I am going to make of Ed now? This is, this is your own fault, Ed. This is your own fault for calling yourself Mr. Williamson. <laughs> Our uh, resident history teacher... Is that what you said? That's what it is, yeah. 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 I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. But all quiet on the Western Front. Yes. Obviously, big um big film came out a month or so ago, two months ago. Yeah, not long ago. On Netflix, um, tipped for quite a few Oscars. Nine, according to Ed. Yeah. So I still haven't got around to watching this, you no, know. No, I haven't either. And I'll tell you for why, my friend. So I popped around to see my uh, my old dear and me and me pops. Uh, yesterday with Little and I we, I always get chatting film with my dad. Yeah. Um, I was giving them a few recommendations and he was giving me something. He's like, you've got to watch All Quiet on the Western Front. I was like, yes, but what I've just told you to watch, dad, is like Barbarian. Like, you can watch that whenever. You can't just go into All Quiet on the Western Front when you're tired, when you yeah. can't be arsed. When you, like, you've got to be in a certain mood. And like I say, I'm not emotionally stable enough for anything these days. I know this film is going to bring me so far down. Yeah. I've got to be ready for that. It's it's going to be a heavy, heavy film. I haven't watched it yet either. Um, is that because you're reading the book first? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's the excuse I might have. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. Um, have Have you seen the original? No, uh, no. Because the original one, I want to say, it's been remade a couple of times. But the original, I want to say, nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties. Oh wow, like really? really, really old film. But I think I watched that for the first time last year. Okay. Um, and that was yeah, it was a really good film. It holds up really well. Like lots of the things that like Ed was saying in his recommendation, you know, it talks about like the futility of war and stuff and how it's it is even that like you know, that's it was emotionally heavy and like hard going. So I know exactly what you mean. You you need to set aside an evening and prepare for it and be like because I think it's a long film as well. I wanna say it must be around the three hour mark. Yeah. Um, so three hour film and you need to know you're going to leave it feeling shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you, you almost want to set yourself a set an evening aside. I think like, like you say, like, right, I'm going to watch this film. It's going to be hard going. I'll stick it on early enough that I can stick something happy on afterwards. Um, yeah. Or, or play some fucking rocket league or call of duty. Yeah, mates exactly. Just to bring myself out of the funk. Cause I know what I'm like with films and anything like that. It really it, it gets sticks to me with and you. It sticks with yeah. me, and I will think about it if I watch it and then go to bed, and then I won't sleep. And yeah, like I'm just an emotional fucking wreck mm. these days. And, and yeah. I get I get that. And I but I really I do really want to watch it. And you know, because we've said as well, because we're gonna do we're gonna watch the Oscars, aren't we? We so are. We're gonna, and we're gonna do like some recording whilst doing that. Um, but an All Quiet Western Front is one of the the front runners, so I feel like I need to watch it before. 
we do that just so we can sort of have an appreciation of what it's been nominated for. You know, nine Oscars as well. It's that's seriously impressive. And it looks it looks stunning, you know. If stunning's the right word for like a war film, but you know what I mean in terms yeah. of like it looks it looks incredible. Um so I will will watch it. Yes, I will. But this is the thing this is a thing around Oscar season. Like I've got to be ready for that, you know. I mean yeah. fucking hell, like you, you get your films that are made solely for Oscars, you know, that they're mm-hmm. designed to be an Oscar nod. And you go, you're going to get that. I know when I see The Whale, there's going to be some heavy hitting moments in that film and, yeah. and bits and bobs. So I've just got to be ready mm. for, for these films at this time of year. That- it, it, it can't all just be... Adam Driver shooting uh, dinosaurs. Shoot dinosaurs, <laughs> 65 million years in the past. <laughs> Co- cocaine bears and whatnot, yeah, which is exactly. out. Cocaine bear is out. Yeah. We need to go see it. We need to go we see it. We fucking do, mate. You sent me a, a video, didn't you, the other day of some bloke basically saying what I said about like Megan. Like, you are going to leave cocaine bear getting exactly what you went yeah, into cocaine bear exactly, looking yeah. for. A fucking bear on cocaine. He's yeah. like, stop moaning about it. Stop saying it's shit. You're going to watch cocaine bear. You're getting a cocaine bear. And yeah. I was like, yeah, fuck you, Ryan. I know, yeah. I like, it, was, it was a good video. He's really much like, you, you know, when you go see this film, you're not going to see any videos afterwards or on TikTok, like the ending of cocaine bear explained because it's a fucking bear on cocaine, right? You did, nothing that needs explaining. Nothing's out there. There's no hidden message. There's nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Bear on cocaine, right? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, when when you sent me that, it did make me laugh. Yeah. Especially after the conversation we had on it, and you was like, "No, mate, no, uh, no." Uh, this is why I get excited for films like because again, none of that shit. Yeah, that's what we're going for. Exactly. See a man get his arm ripped off by a bear. He's on coke. Yeah, uh, we'll go watch that. I'm definitely going to watch that. Um, all quite on the Western Front as well. So I think that's a quality recommendation. I think. Yeah. I, there's a lot of information I've got in there. I feel like he's he's rehearsed that one quite he, he You know, he's, he's done well, but he has been promising it for us for about 10 weeks. Yeah, exactly. So he's had 10 weeks to perfect it. And you know what? Timing-wise, so when you sent me the sound clip through, it came through at 1 minute 14. So I was like, we're going to have to cut the boy off. Yeah. And then I played it, and he does exactly 14 seconds of setup. Yeah. So it is it's perfect. On 60, 60 seconds. seconds. That, is, yeah. that is the perfect... 60 second recommendation. Impressive. Um, Impressive. So thank you very much, Mr. Williamson. Yes, thank you. And we shall be bringing you in from time to time to talk about history. Yeah, <laughs> As exactly. our resident history historian or His- history teacher. History teacher. Or- Next time yeah. you see him, give him an apple from me. Do they still do that in school or do they just shank him? <laughs> I, don't, bit I don't know what happens in schools these days. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, fantastic. Thank you very much, Ed. And um, what we got next? Oh, Oh, we have the Eliminator. We bloody do. We can't miss the Eliminator because this is... I think there's only two weeks after this before we start hitting the semis. Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking exciting. We're getting there. We're getting there. We are getting We are it. eliminating so, films left, right and centre. We bloody are. So I've had a couple of people sort of shoot the Eliminator down recently. Um, one person said, I might have mentioned this last week, saying Eliminators don't really work. Yeah, I think you said last week. Because, yeah. you know, you're putting like fucking Endgame up against fucking the first thought you know that type yeah, of thing yeah it doesn't work as like, well it does work because we're doing it yeah so it clearly works yeah um, exactly but, but then i had someone else today uh, uh my boy chunk he was just a bit like problem with this is mate you you know you should never put the avengers films in there because they're gonna win and i was like you don't know that because mm. he was like well infinity war you know will he said it'll be infinity war versus endgame and infinity war win i was like to you I was like, it's not, that's not how it go in my head. Yeah. You know, so I was like, we're already conflicting here, my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, 
I need to tell you something. Go on. And I want to do it live on air because um, if you hit me, um, I want witnesses. <laughs> um, I am actively going to cheat on you this week. Ah, oh, you know what? You uh, you you might have mentioned this. Yeah, Go I on. am going to be on another podcast. <gasps> I'm going to record an episode of a different podcast on Friday. The, the- Fucking audacity. So the day after you, just after I've washed your Fucking stench off me, sloppy seconds. I will be going to my boy Chunk. Uh, Chunk, if you've not come across him or heard anything on the podcast, he uh, is the like main host of the Utopia Project, so the guy we did the live, live stream with. Yes. He is the most multi-talented person I've ever met in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, the boy is... So his business is like Thorn Industries. So he has so he's got his fingers in so many pies. Like yeah. he's got a printing business. He owns his own tattoo studio. Um, yeah, the podcast is part of his business because obviously all of the fucking production he puts behind it. So his editing and production work. Nice. Uh, he puts all of his music projects. He's got lots of music projects going at the same time. Like, and, and the dude is relentless when it comes to business. Yeah. Like, I talk to him every week. He's got all these new ideas of premises he's looking at and all this sort of shit. And I'm just like, dude, you're fucking killing it. Smashing it. Um, so he started something a while back that it didn't take off because it didn't work. He just didn't take it off because his mind was elsewhere. But he wants to do a thing called Chunky Tea and Friends. Right. Which is basically, he just wants to bring in his friends, people he knows that have skills and talents or, you know, and that sort of thing that he just wants to talk to him about. So um, when he did it the first time around, I think he had like one of his uh, tattooists in who does a lot of her and a partner write stories for Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, <clears throat> so they write, cool. they write campaigns for that sort that's, of stuff. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so he's talked about that. So he's asked me to come on to talk about, you know, uh, my podcast history. So this, the old podcast, my music history and stuff. So nice. it's going to really, nice. be really weird doing a podcast talking about myself. Yeah, well, I guess we talk about ourselves a lot, quite a lot in this, but it's not. It's I guess yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's, it's not like solely on us and our like history and and our what what we do. This is just us and chatting about things like what what we get up to. It's almost like this is like day to day. Yeah, you know, we watch this and we played this game and we like like this and we don't like that. So that's going to be rather interesting. I'm quite looking forward to doing that. So on Friday, I'm going to be sending you so many pictures because what I'm going to do is I'm going to make you that jealous that you pull your finger out right? <laughs> and you start turning up here every week, ready and raring to go, going, you know what, Sam? Do you know what I've done this week? I've created this brand new segment. I've written a fucking jingle for it that is <sighs> mental. I've created T-shirts for the fans. This is what I want. And you're going to do that next the week after because you're going to be so jealous that I'm cheating on you. <sighs> I might just... I don't think you'll even open the message. Because <laughs> 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 that's what you do, you bastard. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tried. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so blase. No, I won't. Yeah. No, no, I won't. That's it. Yeah. I'm not. I like to think I'm an honest person. You know. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I, I brought you a pack of Liebenschnitz. Well, Liebenschnitz all in that. You know, and something fucking cow milk with apple in it. Oh, fucking yeah. Let's not talk about it. We've oh. just got over that, Ryan. Okay. Well, so the eliminator. Um, I'll, I'll just play a little jingle then, shall I? Yeah. Go it. Go but, for it. You know. By Drew Flanagan. I think it's by me. Surely one of the jingles I've many that I've created. Here's the Eliminator by Ryan Chitterden. 
It's so good. Ryan, I want I want you to tell me how you made that. Tell me. Um went on a computer. Yeah. Got some sound bites. Of Highlander. Yeah. Um <laughs> ate some Lieben schnitzel. Yeah. And uh That's what came out. Just took a shit and that came out. <laughs> You're a fucking genius, my friend. <laughs> You're an absolute genius. Yeah. You know. Oh sleep as well, I think, you know. Well, well, yeah, because who was it? Was it Paul McCartney that wrote Yesterday in his dream? Uh, probably. He, he woke yeah. up and he sang it to him. And went, What's this song called? And it turned out that he'd he read it <laughs> and wrote it. Is that what you did? Like you fell asleep, you woke up, and that was, it was just there. Yeah, it was just there. Honestly, you are an absolute genius. Oh well, it's been said. <laughs> it's been many a times. Yeah. Right. So the eliminator this week, who we got in the fucking battlefield? In the battlefield today, we've got Doctor Strange. And the Multiverse of Madness mm. versus Iron Man. OG Iron Man. Numero uno. Yeah. So I learned something very interesting this week. Go on. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> who knew? Yeah, who knew? Yeah, you know when you're like, oh, I should probably go and edit everything I've written. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because <laughs> everything says and the multiverse of madness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck yeah, it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Um, I. Everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah, of course they do. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. In different places. Exactly. It was mad. It was fucking madness, wasn't it? Yeah. So I watched uh, the multiverse of madness last night, and I watched Iron Man today. So um, I sent you a video earlier of me watching Iron Man, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You yeah. did. And it was basically, uh, this is me trying to watch a film in the house. Obviously, I've got my, my darling oh, five-year-old yeah, with me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm happily watching. Like, she was playing something on a tablet or something. And she's like, I'm just going to play this. I'm going to do some Colin Daddy. I was like, okay, sweet. I said, well, do you mind if I watch something on the telly? Because you're not really watching it. She's like, yeah, that's fine. So I put Iron Man on. Mm-hmm. And within 20 minutes, she was playing Encanto songs on the fucking Alexa, <laughs> running around with these tiny little Encanto dolls that I bought, just ramming them in my face whilst the different characters sing like, Daddy, look! And I'm just trying to watch the film. So I filmed it and sent it to you and went, this is what it's like. How the fuck I have anything to say on the podcast is beyond me. <laughs> yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, here we are trying to talk about it. Um, so how do you want to do it this week? Do you want me to go? Do you want to go? Um, it's up to you, my baby. Why don't you go this week? And uh, You know what? And I'll eat some... Lieben, Lieben Smits. You have not not had one of them in your hand since opening them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you, you like him. I, I oh. can see you're enjoying them. I think as well, I'm a little bit hungover today, so I'm just wanting food. The, sh- the sugar is just, needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't help that I gave you a sugar-free fucking orange drink, did it? You know what I mean? I know. I'm now drinking water. Yeah, fucking dickhead. Mm. Water. Better than apple milk. <laughs> Everything's better than apple milk. Baby six better than apple milk. Yeah. Right, okay, so I am going to go with... I'll go with Iron Man first. Go for it. So what I'm going to do is, this is a bit out there and a bit random, uh, I'm going to send everyone over to YouTube 
to type in Sorry You're In My Seat, which is the podcast that I used to do before this, because I went through a stage of thinking, I'm going to start reviewing films. Really? For the podcast. So I was going to set us up a YouTube page and start reviewing films on it with this shitty free app that I found on my phone. Right. Uh, and the, I only did two. Um, I did Iron Man and like an eight-minute one of Hellboy with uh, one of the other hosts. Go and watch the Iron Man one. <laughs> because I rewatched it the other day and I was like, what are you on about? <laughs> This isn't funny. I clearly thought it was funny. Okay. I clearly thought the editing was good on this fucking app. Right. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, so that was in 2019 I did that. So okay. three, four years ago. Yeah. Um, lockdown's been hard on me. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it takes you to go w- to watch a video of yourself because you see pictures. You don't really see anything of her because I don't take a lot of pictures of me. It's always just pictures of my kid or whatever I'm doing. Yeah, you know? of course. Uh, oh, my God. Lockdown's been hard. <laughs> Really? <laughs> oh god yeah in I was, what way what I was, have you changed I was half the man <laughs> I was half the man that I am now in that one I've got a fucking mighty beard as well right yeah big mighty beard and a little bit more slender in the face less tits <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, I'm just going to pimp that just because it was my first attempt at thinking I could edit something yeah and incredible it's, and it's absolute bollocks well look at you now look mastering at me now, it now mastering um, yeah so Iron Man what year was it I meant to find that 2000 eight i want to say let me get it up so this was was it the first installment of the mcu it was it was so um obviously we all know iron man we all know tony stark we all know robert downey jr this was directed by um john John favreau who i fucking love anything he touches he just turns to gold doesn't he i adore this film and it's one of these films i want to put this out there i'm not going to hide it the listeners was practically nearly all Iron Man. Okay. Um, I think there was about 20 votes for Iron Man and maybe four for... Oh, wow, really, really one-sided then. So I'm, I'm going to put that out there now. Um, but I fucking love this film. And if you haven't seen this film, a bit like Captain America, if you haven't seen this since the beginning, you should go back and watch it and this will become a rotation film for you of films that you just bang on occasionally. Yes. Because it is, not only is it the setup of Iron Man, it is the setup of the MCU, but it is just a fucking damn right good film in its own mind. If this was just going to be a Marvel film, like the original Hawks or the Fantastic Four that weren't canon, so to speak. Yes. This is so good. The opening is fucking funny. It all kicks off within the first five minutes. Yeah, it does. You know, <clears throat> he's taking the piss out of the guys that he's in the the uh, Hummer with. Yeah, drinking his um, drinking his whiskey, and he's like, "Oh my god, you're a woman." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there's some really funny jokes, and the, and it's just so good. And then boom, everything gets blown up. Firefight around him. You know, the shrapnel goes into his chest. This is all in the first five minutes. Yeah. Bit of a, um, you know, one week earlier type situation. Yeah, it's like 36 hours earlier or something, yeah. I think it is, yeah. You know, we're really seeing, because we forget what a, like, chauvinistic pig fucking Tony Stark was. Oh, yeah, you know, he, absolutely. He was, he was the multi-billionaire fucking... Playboy, playboy arrogant yeah, dick, yeah. you know, like, like, you know, genius didn't turn up at, like, his award <clears throat> parties and, you know, busy. she uses women yeah. and they just mugs everyone off and plays... By no one's rules, just does whatever he wants just to do. And he can get away with it. He gets away with it because he's, he he's a billionaire genius yeah, exactly. that supplies weapons to the military, like the biggest military in the world. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So 
in itself, and he is so fucking good. Yeah. Like, we, we've seen him grow as Iron Man, but just taking it back a step and watching the Iron Man Mark One, the Mark Two, the Mark Three, seeing what it was before nanotech, before he could literally touch a thing on his chest and all, he, yeah. you know, his suit comes out, you know, where all right, fair enough, 2008 or whatever it was, the CGI isn't as good, mm-hmm. but like you're seeing when it's coming onto him, although it comes on quite smooth, bolts are having to be drilled in yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like this doesn't just turn, come onto him like it does later on down the line. Bolts are being drilled in by his machines. Um, that side of the comedy, I think is brilliant. His relationship with his machines. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so funny. I think one thing that stuck out with me this, when rewatching it this time, is just how much of of the film is just him and his in his workshop on his own talking yeah. to his machines or talking to the computer mm-hmm. or talking to Jarvis. A lot of it is it's just Robert Downey Jr. in a room on his own. Yeah, and it the it's funny the banter's quality and like the the with laughs are there. objects with it, yeah yeah, which is what they try to. I suppose I know you're not a fan of the film, but with Thor: Love and Thunder. They kind of tried to bring that back with the love affair with Milner and uh, Stormbreaker. Yeah. It was overdone. It wasn't that great. Like the first, maybe you could have done that twice and it would have been like, oh, you cheeky scamp. <coughs> but they kept playing it. It wasn't funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas his relationships with his different machines and his robotic arms and stuff are brilliant. Yes. He talks from like shit. He just like, hey, what, why is the shit all over my work desk? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, if you could just move that fucking microphone. Um, you know, microscope down a little bit. No, up a bit. It's you fucking useless. Move out of the way. Yeah. And then the, you know the one that's doused him with the fire extinguisher oh, constantly. constantly. When he's not but even like, on fire. Genu- like, when he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like he's genuinely like engaging. Like don't you fucking dare, because I'll give you away. Yes. Like you genuinely. Yeah, I'll donate you. Yeah. To the university. Like you genuinely believe he has this relationship with his robots. Yes. It's so fucking cool. Jeff Bridges. Obviously, is going to be fantastic. What a legend! One of his favorite actors, love yeah. Jeff Bridges. I mean, don't get me wrong. Rewatching it this time, Jeff Bridges is a great bad guy until he gets in the suit. Yeah, I think so. He plays. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird seeing Jeff Bridges as a bad guy. Mm. And I think I'm going to put it out there straight away. The most shocking thing about this film that even now I still can't believe is the fact that Jeff Bridges is bald in this film. Yeah, like. Jeff Bridges, famous for having long, luscious, gorgeous locks, hair, yeah, shaved it all off and is bald with with a beard, and I still it still shocks me when I see him. I'm like, why? Like, why? Why have you done that, Jeff? Like, but um, not only are you bald, your name's Obadiah Staines, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Staines. Whoa, worst name ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, you know what? This film, I totally agree. I love this film. This film set a new sort of standard i think that you know because like you said not only is it a great film in its own right but it it it, it was the fact it's the foundation that the, the mcu is built on oh, you know course. this is uh, you know it's most basic part it's an origin story of a superhero one that we'd not seen in live action before you know in iron man and like you said, and I really love that. It's a proper, proper origin story. And it was so, going back and rewatching this, having, you know, you see the MCU films that we get now where the, a lot of time we're thrown right in or like there's loads going on. And because, you know, there's like hundreds of characters that are all coming in and there's cameos left, right and centre. It was so nice to go back to a film where all of that is just not there. They're yeah. stripped back. It's just a guy. It's just Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark, goes through a shit experience, wants to change. And most of it, you know, there's not even that much action. It's him, no. like I said, 
building and tinkering and it's quite a lot of character development. Um, there's some great characters in it. And I love that. It's it's got it's got so much going for it. Um Robert Downey Jr. is incredible. He is one of them. Like from the first scene, like you said, when he's in that Humvee, like driving with the soldiers, he steals the show. Like mm-hmm. he he's a scene <clears throat> stealer. Oh yeah. Um and that's why obviously he went on to become you know, Tony Stark and Iron Man went on to be as successful a character as he has been throughout this, what, 10-year journey or whatever as Iron Man because of him. He's one of them. It sort of reminds me, I don't know, equivalent to like, uh, let's say Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. As soon as he turns onto the screen, you're like, holy shit, this is a new character that I've not seen before and he's cool. Yeah. Or like, or he's quirky. He's qu- he, like, or he's a dick or he's this or whatever. And I feel Robert Downey Jr. does exactly the same with Tony Stark. Yeah. You are like, oh, you love him, you hate him. You know, you can't take your eyes off of him. Um, he's funny. He can be vulnerable, like in limited, limited amounts. But yeah. And something about Robert Downey Jr. That motherfucker knows how to look like he's dying. Yeah. Done it. Yeah. Done it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, fair enough. Later on in the film, we see later on in the MCU with the CGI to an end game when he's so scrawny and it's like, but that motherfucker knows how to look like he's dying. Yeah. When Obadiah puts the like paralysis thing in him. Yes. And, it, and then pulls his chest out. Yeah. That motherfucker, fair enough, he's gone gray and whatever, but he knows how to act like he's about oh, to yeah. die. He's a quality actor, isn't he? He, yeah. he is. And, you know, at the time, this was a massive redemption for him, wasn't it? Because he'd sort of gone off. Been in jail. Been and... in jail, loads of drug problems and stuff. So he sort of came back in a big way. So he had like this and they had like Sherlock Holmes and that. And he just took the world by storm. Yeah. Because he, he got reached a whole new audience. I mean, I'd not really seen him in anything before that, like back in his previous heyday. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's gone on to become one of the biggest actors in the world. And it all started with Iron Man yeah. in a lot of ways. And it's a great film. Like some of the action is so cool as well. Like it's, it's much more basic. But even now... One of the coolest bits I would say in any of the MCU films ever is the bit where he flies in, first flies in as Iron Man, first time in the Mark II, um, and he goes to rescue that village, and there's all the terrorists there, and he's just, you know, hitting a few of them with his, whatever his... His beams. His beams, whatever they're called. Um, and then there's all those guys stood with the guns to the hostages, and like, you know, like, shout and put the guns down. <laughs> And then, and they just as the little like the heads up display just marks them all like boop 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 boop, and then his little, the little rocket or the little shot comes out of his shoulders and bang just kills them all, headshots them all. I'm like that is so fucking cool. And even rewatching that, I knew it was coming. I was excited yeah. to watch it. I'm like that is just fucking sick. This, yeah, because that's right before, which is my favourite scene, the scene with the tank. Yes, the same thing. This tank hits him, and he's like, what the fuck? He turns around, little rocket. Yeah, and as it fires, it's because boop boop. <laughs> yeah. he turns around that whole cool guys don't look at explosions, don't like explosions. <laughs> he just walks, walks away. away yeah and he's like fucking hell but obviously we're now 15 years into the mcu so going back you know we've got john favreau's happy hogan but very limited very, very limited yeah um agent coulson yeah you know the first like talking about shield for the first time 10 rings Ten Rings, yeah. yeah. You know, that hits hits in a new way now when you know, because you know, now that you've had Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, you know, that has a whole other meaning. And suddenly, like, holy shit, like this film, like you said, if they never made any more MCU films, that w- that film, Iron Man, would still be great. Oh, 100%. But they've put in little things here and there that 
mean that show that they are forward thinking, they're thinking of other things. And now some of those characters like Happy Hogan or Pepper Potts, you know, they're huge mm. now in their own right. Because um, is it's in this film, Captain America Shields in this film, isn't it? I'm sure it's in this one in his workbench as it comes across. It's in his in his workbench. I'm sure it is. I feel like that was in two. Doesn't was he use two, it like it? to prop up his thing? Doesn't he pick two, up the shield? It? He's like, oh, this is perfect. He's like, this is what I need, and then he just uses it to wedge his like. I thing. thought there was one that it's not as obvious. As oh that. right, it might, it, it might you it might be might totally right. I don't know. It might not have been, but I'm sure because I know there's like an after scene. There's an after scene. I can't remember what film it's on where um, it's in like the special features on the DVD where it's uh, Bruce Banner goes to shoot himself in the head. Have you seen this? Um, he goes to like the top of Everest. He puts a gun to his head and he's about to shoot. And just before he does, he turns into the Hulk. The Hulk smashes and there's an avalanche. If you pause frame it and keep pressing pause frame, you see Captain America come out of the ice. I have not seen that. I can't at remember all. what DVD it's on, but I, and someone told Fucking me and I had the DVD and I watched it. And I didn't know that. See it, Wait, yeah. Who is it? Who's um? Is it Edward Norton? No, Mark Ruffalo. It's Ruffalo. Really? Yeah. So they must have gone back and filmed that then. That yeah, scene. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I can't remember what DVD it was on, but someone told me about it. And I was like, "Fuck, I need to go." Because there's just shit everywhere in there, like of just Easter eggs and stuff. Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, so. <clears throat> You, you know, going back to it, you get all that again. But this isn't the first time I've gone back to it. This is in my rotation now of films. I do go back and yeah. watch just because it's so good. And you know, it's weird thinking 2008 is dated, which it kind of is. Well, yeah, it you is know, in a way. Yeah, you know, near coming up to 20 years ago, 15 years ago now. Well, exactly. Um, that's like a, it was like a lifetime ago. Course, you know, I think what, 2008 yeah. when that came out. I think you know, I was just finished college. You know, about yeah. to go to university, and you know, I was like literally a kid. Yeah. And you think that that fucking hell, like that was literally a lifetime ago. And, and still, what bearing in mind, I've seen this film endless times. I still get that. So what? Fifteen years ago, I would have been nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. Mm. So again, just a kid, really. Yeah. Um, you know, fucking just come out of college, first jobs, that sort of thing, and like that excitement that I had of watching this, like oh, shit, superhero film. This is great. You know, as a nineteen-year-old, like action comic books cool 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 i still get that excitement on the 15th time of watching it as yeah. a 34 year old man yeah that's it like, yeah it's fucking crazy like that's how it. cool it is I, I totally agree yeah i can i can still picture watching this because i was i was at uni and we got it on dvd me and a bunch of my mates in my house like or like i was in halls of residence and one of my mates josh he was like saying to us all, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this film? None of us have seen it. So we got it and we literally just all sat in my room at like the halls of residence, like loads of crammed in. On this little bed. On a little with bed. stains everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So watch it on my little telly because I was one of the only people as well that had a telly because most people just had like laptops or whatever in like in your halls of residence. So I had like a, a fairly decent sized telly and we all just sat and watched it and we're like, that was quality. Fucking quality, and, yeah. And that's the thing, like that's, I feel like the fact that I can remember that still very like clearly shows almost in a way the significance of this film and how much I enjoyed it. Oh, definitely. Um, so yeah, you know, it was a real pleasure going back and rewatching this because I haven't a little bit like you, it's, it, it has been in my rotation. I've watched it a lot, but not for a few years. Um, yeah. So the last time I would have watched it would have been 2019. Right. Yeah. When I did that, but I like, Oh no, no, sorry. I watched it in lockdown. So I was doing the, um, the MCU thing of rewatching them all. Right, yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> so yeah, fuck, oh God, I love it. Uh, yeah, me too. So many things about it. I love just random things. Like, I love there where he's just like, yeah, interacting with his work stuff and like he's got like the blueprints come up and he's just flicking little bits away. Mm-hmm. He's like, this will work, that'll work. It, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great film. It's yeah, great it's weird. Film. It's weird to say because when you think the newer ones with that when he's flicking things away, like it's so te- like technological in the newer ones. In this one, it's still really impressive, but he's literally dragging and dropping to a fucking recycling bin. Yeah. It, on the computer, he's just yeah. dragged in bin. Dragged and, and, in I, bin. and just, I want to kick up on something else you said. I think also it's not as like impressive or whatever. Like, you know, like I said, yeah, he just t- taps the nanotech in the new films. He just suddenly is just coated in, in his suit. I really love the fact that it's, it's old school. Yeah. It gets bolted on, you know, you can see him working on things and like literally screwing bits in and, and just like tinkering. And he's like always soldering away and like just working on it. And I love that because although, you know, it's a superhero film and it's going to be ridiculous. It's over the top. It almost, it's almost a little bit like Batman. You almost, the way they do it, they kind of think, well, if I, if, if someone is as clever as him and does have the resources that hit, that, that would be his expo, his, um, that he's got access to. Yeah. You kind of think maybe someone could do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if he was that, like, like a billionaire genius, you know, maybe he could make a suit that could do that. So it kind of gets you in that way. You think, Maybe, you know, it's so almost believable because there's no aliens, there's no quite crazy monsters. It's about a weapons company, fundamentally. Yeah. Um, so why couldn't they make a suit of armour? Yeah, exactly. So, and I really love that. It, you know, it's just stripped back. It's, and I, it's just, yeah, great film. Great film. So let's move on to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Is it in the Multiverse it's of Madness? In the Multiverse of Madness. Or is mate. it and? It's in. Bloody hell. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Who knew? <clears throat> now... Re so I rewatched this yesterday. Um, I am so glad I rewatched this film because I don't think I took in what I should have the first. I liked it the first time, yes, but I didn't take in exactly what I should have done the first time. This is what the MCU needed. Go on, tell me more. They need this film. When you think about it, so he's gonna have to wonder. Wonder is now the Scarlet Witch. Yep. We needed a fucking horror director. Still a bit pissed about the fact it's a 12A. I understand why. Get it. It's part of the MCU. Yeah. This should have been a 15. But we needed a horror director for this. Yes. That's what we needed. Sam Raimi. Obviously, you see where Sam Raimi fucking shits is, you know, trademark all over it. Yeah. But that's what we needed. This has got to be scary. This has got to be dark and evil and not just a dark film. This hasn't got to be dark. This has got to be evil and sinister and fucked up and creepy and scary and make you feel things. Yes. And this film did. Some of the movement that Caitlin Olsen does, like when she's coming out the mirror and all that sort of shit, is pure fucking horror. That is horror, yeah. When coming she's, out the, the start where she attacks um, Kamatage and stuff. Yep. Yeah. You know, when she's coming out of the reflections in the puddles pure horror yeah this is what we i'm not saying every film we needed that for this film yeah i know what you're saying you know because i mean let's be honest all right this is gonna build up stuff and it's got its plot holes and whatever and you know the third eye Mm, you know whatever this film is fucking genius man yeah it is what it needed it is so dark and dirty and grufty and fucking zombie Doctor Strange. Oh, so cool. And then spirits that are trying to drag him to the spirit world for thingy what for like time walk it walking and all that. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I really enjoyed it the first time, but rewatching it this time around, I was like, 
Fuck yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah this is so, so good. And obviously we've got everyone that we love from, you know, Doctor Strange, um, Wong's still in there. You know, we've got everyone in commentage. Yeah. We've got Caitlin Olsen coming back. Now, I loved WandaVision and not everyone did. I loved it. Um, I really like her storyline of I will do anything for my family. It's a yeah. fake family, but I'll do anything for this fake family. I will have this fake family to the point that she turns over to the dark side. Um, Doctor Strange has to sort of take that route. All the different Doctor Strange in the multiverse. Um, America Chavez's, excuse me, character. I really like the idea of that. She's found someone who is young and doesn't understand her power that can move between multiverses. Yeah. That is not ridiculous where we are within the MCU. Yeah, of course. That, that is understandably what's going to happen at this point in the MCU. So why the fuck wouldn't the Scarlet Witch want that so she can find her... Oh, it's believable where we are within this universe at the moment. Yeah. Honestly, I had so much fun re-watching this film yeah. and just being like, shit, like... So I, I am a bit of a fucker. My phone is constantly going off. I talk to a lot of people constantly. Um... You know, the amount of bloody group chats we're, we're in, never mind all the other group chats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, so I am a bit of a bugger for getting my phone out and replying to messages and stuff. Like, I was pausing this film to reply to messages. Right, yeah. So I was like, yeah. I, you didn't I, want to miss have anything. I missed, have I missed something out? Although I've seen this film, I was picking up on shit that I'd not seen before. Yeah. Um, you know, and just like I say, being a horror fan myself, the horror element just added everything to for me yeah I, and i totally agree with that i love the horror aspect um yeah they're like the zombie doctor strange like something like the gothic -y sh shots like it was it was it was so cool and it was totally different it felt like it felt like a breath of fresh air for me because it was something yeah. that hadn't been done in the mcu in, a, in an m in a franchise that i think personally is getting stale it is getting very stale now um with lots of hit and miss. This was, for me, a big hit. I loved everything about it. I totally agree, though. It almost a missed opportunity. If this was a 15, a bit more brutality, a bit more gore, um, they could have really played on those horror elements. I, I totally understand why they didn't do that. Oh, I get it. Yeah. It would have been a better film. Yeah. Um, some really cool characters. I, I really liked... I think no one really ever talks about the fact that we didn't, going into this film, we didn't know Wanda was the bad guy. No, no. Like, the trailer didn't give that anything away. The trailer, if anything, gave the impression that the the villain was going to be, like, an evil Doctor Strange from a different mm. multiverse. And we'd already seen the what-ifs. Yes. Where evil Doctor Strange in that, which is a brilliant fucking episode. So good, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what we're expecting. I, I was expecting that. I was expecting that guy to turn up, that version of Doctor Strange, or a equivalent version. And then, you know, because even in the trailer, he goes to Wanda for help, you know, that bit where they're just chat, you know, chatting to start with. And oh, when she goes, when he goes to her house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you got the impression that it's like, oh, they're going to team up to take on, like, some multiverse threat. So that in itself is actually quite a big... It was quite a big shock. And I think people don't really pick up on that. And there's little things as well that I quite liked how, you know, like Wong's now the Sorcerer Supreme. And that. it's like, because, oh, because Doctor Strange disappeared in the in the blip. <clears throat> so Wong's been in charge for the last five years. Over. I mean, why would he? Because yeah. he's, probably, he's he's been in charge. So it's little stuff like that, really cool. Obviously, it had its like horror tropes that were a bit, a couple of them I've said, I think I've said this before when I spoke about this film, that are a bit annoying just standard ones, like, you know, when Wanda's chasing them and then 
they turn around and say, where's she gone? Where's she gone? And they stop running. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. she just turns up behind them. Little things like that where, you know, standard horror tropes. And I don't know if they were put in there intentionally to make it, or because it is a 12, it's a Marvel film. Of they, course. They don't want it to be too over the top. Or like the other one that always gets me, it's like, oh, we've, uh, we need to hurry before Wanda kills America or whatever. Um, and then he just very slowly walks up that staircase. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We need to be, we need to hurry. You're like, oh right, okay. <laughs> Let's go yeah. there. No rush. You've got you can, <laughs> you can literally fly up there. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you're not cape, gonna... you jerk. <laughs> yeah. Like, um but yeah, some really cool stuff. I didn't get a chance to rewatch this one. Um I really want to though, um, because I, I I loved it when it first came out. Um it for me I've seen I've if you've seen this meme before where it is um it's Spy Kids, the movie, and it's those two like on the bridge or whatever. And yeah. it's like, every Marvel film now looks like this. And it's yeah, like yeah, shit yeah, yeah. CGI. I kind of got that with this, like the opening scene, you know, where they're running and on that like bridge thing. And I was a little bit like, Ugh. like even at the time, I was like, it wasn't horrendous, but I was like, it just feels like it's, it's everything's in a green screen. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and you compare that to like, I think it was made more obvious, but when I've gone back and rewatched Iron Man, he's like, you know, he's just running around, supposed to be in Afghanistan, but it looks like Afghanistan. Look, it's on, it's like perhaps on location. They're in like the desert or whatever, yeah. and you think <clears throat> that just looks so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the problem is, obviously, we're hitting multiverses. So yeah, and, and, it, and I, I totally get. But that. I get what you're saying, but we kind of um, have to hit that road, don't it? So there's a couple of things as well with this film. The cameos in this were great, and oh I think this is what God. people what people were disappointed for like with, because I think there's such an expectation with Marvel films now that you're going to have cameo after cameo after cameo. And this one had it, you know, incredible ones, you know, um, Hayley Atwell back as like, you know, Captain Britain. Um, yeah. Again, hitting the what if side of stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, John Krasinski as Captain, uh, as Mr. Fantastic. Sorry. Yeah. Incredible because fans have been screaming out for him to be cast as, as in that role as Reed yeah. Richards for so long. So even if that doesn't actually go any further, that is such a clever in-house joke. Yeah. They oh, yeah. are playing up to like, well, you, you wanted this, so we'll put it in. It why, why not? Patrick Stewart. Unbelievable. And I get why... And I get why people are annoyed because obviously Wanda comes in and she's like so OP and she just like kills them all instantly. And I get that because, you know, people are protective of those characters. Like, you know, Charles Xavier is a fan favorite, especially Patrick Stewart as him. So I do get, even I was a little bit like, oh, when she kills him, I'm a bit like, oh, well, that was a bit too easy to say he's like so, he's so powerful. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've got a friend who's big into the comics. I don't read the comics. I've read some yeah, you know, but I'm one of these like after Civil War, I go buy, I'll go read the like the main Civil War ones, not the, the everything where yeah, you've got all the yeah, fucking Fantastic so, Four and the X Men. Such a commitment and, to do that. So I go back afterwards if I can and read them. So, but I've, I've got a friend who's big into it, and he's like Scarlet Witch is untouchable. Right. So okay. this is why she's like that. But then when we're talking about the horror side of stuff, that fucking scene. Oh. Not only is she terrifying wherever she walks. Yeah. Covered, like when she walks after. Um, killing all the Ultron robots. Yeah. And she comes through, but she looks like she's covered in blood, but it's oil. It's, yeah. It's terrifying. Oh, it is. And then when she takes them down one by one, like, what's his face, that 
kills with just a whisper. Yeah. She removes his fucking mouth and then his, you literally see his head, head ex- his like, brain explode yeah. inside his head. It's like, fucking Jesus. The one for me that really got me like the, oh shit, like the shock moment is when he basically chops Captain Britain in half with her shield. Her own shield, yeah. And, and you know, it's just that look on her face. You don't, that's a great moment where they've done it clever because obviously they're playing to the sensors, but she just gets that look on her face like, oh my God, I'm like that pure shock of fuck, something's just really bad's just happened to me. She's dead. Yeah. Like, because yeah. she's been chopped in half. You see her face and then you see from the background, you just see the um, shield go into a pylon or whatever. Just yeah. Boom, dead. Dead. And it's like, oh, that is that is savage. So, yeah, so many really, really cool moments. Bruce Campbell, cameo, incredible. And His post-credit scene as say, well is, scene. One, is one of the best. Just breaks breaks out fourth wall, mate. Yeah. Talk to the camera. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, and again, I think a lot of people moaned about the multiverse of, there's some of the multiverses that you see when they're jumping through random ones. People think there should have been more nods. But, so a lot of artists, you know, they could have done anything. He could have gone through one where, what's who was the original? Lou Ferrigno was in there and they could yeah. have done so much with it. But you know what? Why would they? Exactly. They and, and we've said that before. They don't, I don't think they needed more cameos and stuff like no. that. It'd have been nice to see some more weird and wonderful ones. But again, have we been spoiled because of Rick and Morty? Mm. I just want to see a world where they turn up and it's just giant arses and in a lakes of shit and yeah. they just fart and they're like, well, this is weird. Yeah. Um, you know, but stuff we like have that. Been spoiled by Rick but and we have been spoiled but, by you that. Know, they go through a cartoon world. They go through where they just paint. Um, yeah, you know, and so all the, shit like, like. There is a lot of fun there. Um, it was one of them where I just don't think people would ever going to be satisfied because the multiverse of madness has got infinite possibilities. So they were always almost onto a loser, I think, with this because you're never going to appeal to everyone. Everyone's going to be no. like, "Well, I wanted this and I wanted that," like. Why isn't this character in? Why haven't you got more cameos? Why haven't we seen more crazy they worlds? Couldn't have it's fit like, any more cameos or any more crazy worlds? Yeah, exactly. You know, <clears throat> so. But I love it in spite of all that. I, I yeah. absolutely love this film. I love the horror elements. I, yeah, what one from Phase Four, one of my favorites. Oh, could could not agree more. Um, yeah, just oh, so so glad I rewatched it because I was like, you know, it wasn't that long. This was back at our end of two thousand twenty-two, wasn't it? So yeah. like, I've seen this film recently. This is one I could probably talk about. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was last year, wasn't it? And actually, it? going back, a lot of it I forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My memory is shit. Um, but just the pure enjoyment I got from it. I wouldn't let my daughter watch it. I mean, granted, you know, 12A or whatever. Yeah, of course. But she sat and watched Iron Man with me today, and she loved it because she's into her superheroes and stuff. She's like, oh, there's Iron Man. Oh, yeah, she's not interested when it's Tony Stark. Yeah, and like bit, the politics and yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's just chatting and like, yeah. It's a bit like the Spider-Man film. She's only interested when Spider-Man's on the screen. Yeah, totally get but, that. But like, I couldn't let her sit and watch this. Like, you know, when he's a zombie and he's got all them creatures that become his wings. Yeah. And that is terrifying. Yeah, it is. Um, so cool. Um, so, but in the words of the Kurgan, there can be only one. There can be only one. Um, our beautiful listeners obviously went for Iron Man on yep. this one, and I agree. I also agree. I agree. Um, it's sad to see Multiverse go because I'd love to have had a horror in there. Oh yeah, I, I would have loved to because there's so much to. We could talk like a lot of these films that we're going to go back and and sort of see the next this is going to be a lot shorter because we've already spoke about the film yeah 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 i could probably talk again about all new shit next time we spoke about multiverse madness yeah easily where yeah. we spoke about iron man i've not really got anything else to say about that yes but 
Iron Man is just the OG and better. That's it. And, you know, when it comes to this is possibly the best origin film. Mm, Yeah, I'd be inclined to agree with you. Um, I I can't think of a better origin film. No, I can't. It is just so fucking good. Top of my head. But, um, so yeah and if I'm honest you know like speaking with Chunk today and he's like it's going to be Avengers versus I was like mate things like Iron Man going well, through the it. you know when I rewatched that I rewatched it today actually I was rewatching it I was like this film is fucking quality mm. like it is so good so it, it, yeah it's one of them where I, I know what you mean like from the outside it, you know the obvious answers are always oh yeah Avengers is the best film or Infinity War Endgame yeah but Something like this comes along and you rewatch it and you go, fucking hell, like, you know, you really appreciate for what it is. Yeah, so let's just take a step back and realise what we've got here. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not big budget, it's not all the characters together and blah, 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 blah. This is just an epic story yeah. about a fucking genius with his toolkit. Yeah. Absolutely. And, that, and that's what we need. So So Iron Man is through. And we need to pick one for next week, my friend. Ah, yes. So if you want to take from the box of love there. The box of love. So there's four left. God, we've got through these. This doesn't feel like two minutes ago we came up with the idea the of idea, doing this. Yeah, I know. And we're already nearly through the first line. I know. Who have you got then? So I have got Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal in Spider-Man Homecoming. No, 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 no. Homecoming. Oh, Homecoming's the first the one, first isn't it? The first one, yeah. Fuck, we did this last we time. We did this last time. We got the Spider-Man's mixed up, yeah. So that one's no way out. No, that one's... That one's far from far home. Far from home. Oh, Homecoming's... Yeah, that's... Homecoming's... Um, Michael... Keaton. Keaton. The Vulture oh, one. Yes, mate. Yeah. Interesting. And it's coming up against Black Panther. Ooh, Ooh. okay. Interesting. This is going to be an interesting one. Yeah, definitely. Again, a um, solo versus solo. Well, do you know what's interesting as well is the, this is their first solo films, but both of these characters first turned up in Civil War yes. together. Yeah. So they both appeared in Civil War and then they almost got... We don't. We, they didn't get an out-and-out out origin film because they'd already been introduced as fully-fledged characters in Civil War, yeah. and then they were followed up by these two films. Picked out well, then. So it's worked out quite well, this one. Wow, okay. interesting to see. So Homecoming, which I'm glad we fucking said that, so I didn't write, watch the wrong film. <laughs> Homecoming versus Black Panther. Black Panther. Hmm, it's going to be good to go back and rewatch them, because I have only ever watched both these films once. Really? Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a phase with actually both of these films. I watched them quite a lot. So, really? Yeah. You but, see, I'm more interested in watching Black Panther again because Black Panther was the dark sheep of this because I didn't want Black Panther in it because I wasn't a fan when I watched it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to going back and rewatching it. And again, because it's all down to what mood was in when I watched it. Yeah, of course. Could I be asked? Was I feeling superhero fatigue then? I like, think, yeah. I'm not feeling it at the moment because we're watching the good films. Yeah. I think with Black Panther as well, when, when it first came out, obviously there was a massive hype around the fact that it was a film with a black cast, yeah. which was, you know, so incredible and so significant that I feel that the actual film kind of got lost in that hype. And so when I first saw it, I was like, oh yeah, it was good but it didn't blow me away. Yeah. I felt like, is it just riding on the fact that it's groundbreaking mm-hmm. in, in, in terms of its diversity? But when I've rewatched it, every time I've rewatched it, I've enjoyed it more and more and more. And it's like, actually, this is a quality film. And that's why I lobbied for this to be in. So you know what? I think you're right, because I think that's where I was with it when I watched right. it, of 
if you don't like this film, you're a racist. Yeah, A bit yes, like, you yeah. know, when um, Ghostbusters had it with a female cast that yeah. said, if you don't like this film... You hate it's, women. It's because yeah. you don't yeah. like women. Yeah. No, it's because it's a dog shit film. That's it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, I don't like this film because it's fucking bollocks. That's yeah. why. It's got nothing to do with the cast. Some of the cast are brilliant. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, it. But, yeah, so I think I was maybe wrapped up in that of already feeling a bit like well, almost I, on the I, back foot a I little bit to, yeah I, I have no reason to i have to like this film now I have yeah to. I have exactly no, i can't not like this film and i can't say anything negative about it um so i didn't hate it but i wasn't blown away by it. i was just a bit like no, i'm not sure about this you know yeah but i never really spoke up at the time and i was just a bit like yeah yeah it was good mm-hmm. it was good so i am excited to go back and watch it and especially if you're saying it was the second time around for you yeah that you realized how good it is yeah absolutely brilliant definitely okay great so that is our episode today so we didn't really because we didn't think it was going to record we only really said yesterday we was going to get together yeah we didn't have a lot for you guys we just said well we've done a lot this week we'll just chat bollocks and we'll do some of our usual segments so hopefully you enjoyed it um because we didn't have much for you other than what we've been up to and yeah. we like to give a few recommendations whether it be games films music yeah. and we took quite also. a lot to start with didn't we, we had yeah. a nice, nice catch-up where it's nice. It's nice to have that, isn't it? Just, just a bit of chat. Yeah, just chat. Because that's what we just do anyway. We just chat. We catch up. You know, whether we're recording a podcast or not, <laughs> yeah, we still exactly. we, that exact conversation is something we have anyway. We would have done that on Xbox. Yeah. like the next time we spoke to each other. Exactly. Um. So yeah, uh, as usual, housekeeping. Please just follow, like, share, share with your friends. Let's get these numbers back up. Um. I wouldn't say we've had a dip. The problem is we were spoiled by. Ha- our numbers are always going to go up when we have guests. Yeah, yeah. And we've been spoiled do. by having Claire on a couple of weeks ago where our numbers shot through the roof. Yeah, they really did. And then they come back down to our standard numbers, which are still fucking brilliant. And we've yeah. been like, well, why, why have we dropped like, I know. like 10, And I think as well, we did have a couple of drops. Like people, like, even like today, I was uh, I was at the football just before coming here, uh, watching the football at like, and Jessica's. And Jessica was like, oh, I've not watched, listened to like this week's episode yet. But it's because it's half term and a lot of people listen to like this when they're driving yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So like, so I know a few people as well have said that like, oh, I've got, I'm like a week or two behind now. Um, but yeah, so still thanks everyone for listening. It's, yeah, it's, absolutely. We can't we really appreciate enough. it. Still loving it. Still got plenty of ideas in the bank uh, to come out with. I am every day getting closer to setting the streaming thing up. Oh, I may as well just quickly mention that on the 28th of April, I know we're running out of time, but on the 28th of April, I shall be doing a charity 24-hour stream. I did it last year. Um, my boy Ryan over here was a massive part of keeping me sane during that. <laughs> we played, it was when we just got into Rocket League, wasn't it? Yeah. So I've rewatched some of the clips from that because we, uh, I think Chunk did like an eight-minute, like, like a, like a best bit. We are yeah. bad at Rocket League. We are bad <laughs> compared to like we're not great now, but we are. We got to bad. a good standard though, didn't we? Yeah. So um, yeah, very helpful. You was on with me till quite late. We played quite a lot, and then you came back on for a good few hours the next day. In the last like four hours, when I was really not feeling it. Yeah. So it was, that was but, so impressive though, and you raised a lot of money. It was incredible. incredible yeah. Act, you know, and um, raised I, just shy of seven hundred quid. I think it was unbelievable. Banging. So all of you that are listening. Two things. One, come watch. If you feel like donating, please donate, even if it's just a couple of quid. Um, I don't want to force anyone to donate, but just say my five-year-old donated last year. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Out of our own pocket money, but whatever. Um, but also, if you are into gaming and you want to play, you want to get involved that way, I'm going to be looking for people to play with all night. Yes. I'm, I normally do it 2 p.m. till 2 p.m. 
just to make it, you know, on a Friday into a Saturday so people can get involved. So please, if you've got any ideas of games that I should play or anything like that, nice to talk about it nice and early. It gives me a couple of months to get set up. Um, and I will keep pushing this every week because I'd just like to get more and more people. Again, it's all about charity, isn't it? So oh, yeah. The more awareness really. and the more money we can sort of make for that. And we didn't do any promo last time and we did really well. Yeah, like, incredibly we only well. We out like the week before and we did really great. So that's coming on the 28th of April. So me and your boy will be fucking smashing some serious gaming out. Yeah, we'll get some in. I had to give him two months notice so he didn't make plans that night. And he's probably <laughs> going to make plans anyway. Am I busy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, any final thoughts, Ryan? Um, I think that if you see a can that's bright pink with an apple with a cow in it, Give it a try. Give it a try. It's lovely. Doesn't taste or look or smell like baby sick. No, no. Yeah, really, really healthy for you. Is uh, I normally say peace on the way out, but I'm you can't to... not say peace. Well, I don't <gasps> know. I'm kind of feeling like I should go Drew Flanagan on this. Go on into the podcast. Out. Peace. <laughs>